I'm all strung out and my money's spent. Can't really tell you where last year went. But I've given up paying my bills for land. Now the landlord, he says he wants his rent. Welcome, everyone. Uh, this is uh, Shitting the Shoot with NATO Comedy. Uh, I am your inimitable host today, uh, Nico. And um, yeah, we have an interesting topic for uh, the discussion today, but I'll get into that after introductions. Uh, Mike, would you like to say something for the audience? Not really, but uh, thank you for letting me know. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm Mike. I'm happy to be here. It's uh, good to see you guys or hear you guys. Uh, let's do it. Well, I'm Patrick, and I'm happy to be here, and shockingly perky, while suffering roughly a three and a half on the 10 pain scale. Mentally, physically, and emotionally, I'm not all here. Yeah, I, uh, I'm Etienne. I look a little bit like the, the gif of the cat with the frazzy hair that people use, like, oh, I just woke up in the morning, fuck off. But I actually feel a lot more peppy than that, even though I, I look like that cat. So uh, here, ready to rock. You have well, I, I think you look. I'm sorry. Please. I'm sorry. No, please. <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're getting our bearings this morning. Uh, I was going to say, Etienne, you, actually, you, you look beautiful this morning, so I don't know what you're talking about. That's just yeah. my personal opinion. No, I, I would put your, your gestalt most, much more towards the squanch end of the spectrum wow. than towards the... The oh my disheveled God. morning cat. And I personally think that both Squanchy and his people have a certain, shall we say, quiet dignity, which uh, no one can take away. I don't know if I can uh, co-sign that statement. I, I think I would actually prefer to look like the cat gift, but uh, either way, your love is appreciated. I think, I think we can all agree there's some level of cat going on here. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And as much as I love meow, yes, as much as I love cats, you're my favorite cat, Etienne. Well, I guess if that's the case, after this podcast is over, I'm coming over to sit on each of your keyboards, and we'll have a fucking discussion. Accurate, <laughs> hurtful, <laughs> but accurate. Uh, so today's discussion topic: we're talking about if uh, we could remove someone from the timeline, would we? And if we could, who would it be and why? So there's multifaceted part to this question. It's very deep because obviously removing anything from the timeline has, you know, I mean, you could have the butterfly effect uh, that could just cascade to God knows what happens. So I mean, um, Ashton Kutcher's everywhere, just just catching <laughs> butterflies, strangling strangling babies in the womb, you know, doing all the things Ashton Kutcher does, fighting human trafficking. Uh, yeah, which is probably my favorite Ashton Kutcher, like hands down. Yeah, like more than his acting, his marriage. Um, I'm honestly fine if all that ends as long as he keeps the good fight going. But uh, that's not fair to Mr. Kutcher. He's a good man, even if I don't respect him artistically. Um, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, like Sorry, I love that Kutcher. 70s show. But I know that you you do not have the same love that I have for that '70s show, and 
even so, I would not say that Kelso is is the character that makes that show go. Yep. It's clearly Tommy Chong, actually. <laughs> uh, actually, yeah. I mean, he's kind of the bright spot of the show, at least for me, as someone who violently hates it. But um, that's also me who violently hates that 70s show. So clearly, uh, if corporations are people, then shows are people, and Patrick would move that 70s show from the timeline. All right, let's move on to the next person. <laughs> wow, wrap it up. I mean, that was beautiful. Uh, I, my audio actually dropped out there, so I, I don't know how much of what I said you guys heard, but it was wonderful to come back to you so beautifully finishing my thoughts, Etienne, because I was literally like, damn, that'd be the joke, that that's why I'm eliminating from the timeline, and I came back to you making the joke, and I'm like, my man, and that's why he's my favorite cat. <laughs> you know, sometimes you've just known somebody long enough that you can finish each other's sandwiches. I know. Oh my That's god. That's not us. Just no as long as it's not bologna. I don't like bologna. You don't like bologna? bologna? It's perfectly healthy for you. Yeah. I, for me, I, just, I just don't like the taste or texture of bologna. And, and not to say that I would remove bologna from the timeline, but <laughs> just in general. I, I don't I don't prescribe to the bologna family. I hates. like bologna. <clears throat> But the effect that it has on my digestion is catastrophic now. So, oh, yeah. I've always thought of bologna as like a, a pancake version of a, a hot dog, you know, <laughs> like mystery, like mystery meat. It like is a, the hot yeah, dog crepe. No. Like a hot dog you could stick in a CD player and like listen to it. Yeah. And hear and hear the the screaming of the animals or or creatures that we made it. Or just wreck like um, that, that, remember that that show um a uh, monster rancher whenever uh, the monsters were killed or whatever they turn into like a disc of a uh, of themselves yes like a stone disc so, like, I have I have no idea what you're talking about we have entered the land <laughs> of strokes so and random so, words or some beautiful reality of which I'm not aware I love this it's a stretch it's a stretch but uh. I think, um, sorry, Etienne, I think uh, we should probably uh, go back to the topic. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you're going to explain to me what the fuck Monster Rancher is. Monster Rancher. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not getting excited today. I'm sorry. So the the funny thing is I I mentioned Monster Rancher briefly in the last podcast. as like a cartoon that I watched and loved as a kid. So we're having like weird things with, with our own timeline right now. Um but Monster Rancher is a video game that's also a world that's also a video game. So the show is like a little kid playing a fighting game and then he gets sucked into the world of Monster Ranchers, which is actually a world that exists. And then there's like monsters within it that like when they like become incapacitated, they return to disc form. And you have to go to a temple and reactivate the disc to bring them back to life, which is what he was specifically talking about in the weird baloney analogy. Um, yeah, I, I, great fucking show. I, I like the games, too, because you could like literally get random CDs and put your CD in and then actually get a monster from the CD. Like I remember putting what? in my Pantera what? CD and like getting like what? badass 
monsters and shit like that. Yeah, no. What? I I love monster entries, and I could probably talk about this for a while. But again, this is not why we're here this week. (laughs) I. So it sounds like I, I'm downloading this a, today. A super cool knockoff I, of Pokemon. Like what? That's that's kind of awesome. It's a Pokemon so, where I can make Pokemon out of mixed CDs from dead friends. It's psychotic. <laughs> I want this. Well, you got to be shitting me. That's yeah. That's I, really oh my god. Cool. <laughs> so I think it's more like Digimon in a lot of ways than I would say it's like Pokemon. But again, there was a lot That's of fair. like That's shows accurate. in that same vein that were around at the same time, and Pokemon's just the right. one that's had the longest longevity. Right. True. Wild, wild. Well, in, a, in another yeah. in another timeline, Monster Hunter is the primary, and Pokemon is like the weird third stepchild. A- anyway, we're going to circle back to the main topic here, which is del- removing things from the timeline. <laughs> I'll yeah. get started. Um, people specifically <laughs> yes people specifically it's a single person that's what it was and that's what made this so hard for me like like i i like when we first came up with this topic and like we finally finalized it like i was having a real hard time trying to like like think about what conceptually what people did and how those things affected other things so being like okay well what's the root cause of something that happened and that's kind of like where my mind went so i was thinking like okay like what what kind of uh uh what's what's something that i could that that we could potentially try to remove that would be easy enough or or yeah easy i say with quotes um so i was thinking like yeah you know so i was thinking like okay like what what about uh let's look at let's look at the let's look at the uh uh the colonization of Australia, right? It's a it's a landmass by itself in the middle of the ocean. It's a giant island, right? Uh, what could I, what what could be done to prevent this being used as a penal colony and as such, you know, non mass segregation of the of the uh, indigenous people there uh, to be removed for these goddamn prisoners? And so uh, that led into, and this is where it starts to rabbit hole. <laughs> it was like, okay, well. Uh, which direction could I go in? Could I go who uh, first visited Australia uh, on, on behalf of the British Empire? Or could I go after the person who, or the people who really spearheaded uh, this mass exile movement and penal uh, uh, code situation that was slowly building in the Georgian era of British, uh, of British history? And like, it just, again, it just went, it just spiraled. And I couldn't really like pinpoint what exactly I wanted to hit. So eventually I kind of I kind of stopped at someone who I originally thought of just as a throwaway joke. And it was James Cook. Because <laughs> James Cook was the one who actually like was the one who traveled the world and you know visited all of these these uh these Pacific islands and like chartered all of them. And if it wasn't for him, Australia probably wouldn't have been considered as a penal colony which probably would have been taken over by the French for some whatever bullshit reason, so it's more French than it would be British. Yes, I know, Etienne. You're welcome. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, on top of that, too, James Cook was just, he was just kind of an asshole, like, despite the fact that he traveled the world so much. Like, dude, bro. I feel like, kind of, is it? <laughs> Understand. He definitely traveled the world. But... Yeah. He kind of. You know what? No, no, I'm going to I'm gonna undercut yeah. his... his his uh thank you because fuck that guy <laughs> that guy 
<laughs> so, but yes, it, it, with all of that said, with all of this research that I did, uh, most of this done within the past like hour and a half before we even started this podcast. Um, yeah, my, my official answer would be James Cook, and it's specifically to avoid the Australian continent being used as a penal colony for the British. Uh, hopefully, maybe the French might have treated the indigenous people there a little bit better. I don't think they would, but, you know, at least it wouldn't just be a bunch of convicts being sent to yeah. this island and being set loose on the indigenous people. Like, that's just fucked. That is seriously yeah. fucked shit. <laughs> but also, see, there's the problem at the back end of that, where the reason that you had such vicious convicts coming out of England at the time was because of the social policy, you know? Like, right. they wouldn't have needed that problem if they hadn't turned their cities into essentially these mass death factories that turned out shit, dead bodies, and money. Like, right. and, like it, England was a fucking hellscape at that point. You got taxed for square inches of window on your house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, and what that's... the fuck? Sorry, I'm not getting excited today. No, no, it's it's, it's it but that's, that was the that was the conundrum I was running into. It was just it was this it was yeah. a constant rabbit hole of like, well, what's the actual cause of this? Well, yeah. yes, it would be the penal codes and everything set up, but it's because it's so systemic. There's not one person who was in charge of all of it. Like like there yeah. different people stepped in and mm -hmm. were either lords and ladies of certain houses that implemented these laws and policies that were stupid as fuck. Like, everyone everyone in power at the time was just, they were royalty. So they were assholes to everyone who wasn't royalty. So it's like, I can't, I, I can only remove one person, and I can't remove an entire class of people if I could, you know, but I can't. That's not the... Unfortunately, I wasn't given that power. That's not the question. prompt. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah that's that is... not a prompt. I've got to stick to the prompt. So, unfortunately, James Cook, you got to go, my man. <laughs> that's well, one of the weird things that, like, I was definitely thinking about, and I've thought about a lot with this is is power vacuums and like natural like flow of time. Because I, I again, like, I I think you're right. It probably would have been France or Spain. That would have grabbed up Australia eventually if it if it hadn't been for the British, um, and would that necessarily be better? I don't I don't know, um, and I I I wish I had answers too, um, and I, <laughs> I you know I guess this is like one of like the projecting the most optimistic version yeah. forward, um, so fuck yeah. France gets uh, against Australia, you know, maybe maybe I'm an Aussie instead of an American. We never know. Yeah, well, and that's kind of the beauty of this prompt specifically, which is why, um, to, to, you know, just very gently pat my own back for a second, was part of why I, I proposed it, because I love that specific element of it. It's the minimal move strategy, because... If you're making a change, if you're willing to make a change to the timeline, you're obviously trying to minimize what you're doing because of, as you pointed out, the butterfly effect. But also, right. you want it to actually be significant because history is a giant pickup sticks of people doing terrible things. So figuring out the <laughs> right set of terrible things to remove is crazy weird and specific and i love how different people's logic comes down about that yeah that was that was definitely the it, that was definitely what one of the other conclusions i came to when trying to answer the prompt was like being like okay so it's basically seeing what's the best possible cascade effect 
that I can do by just pulling one person. And yeah, yeah. That, it just made it really difficult. And yeah, it's a good, it's, a, it's definitely a solid, it, it got me stumped. It had me stumped for like, like several days. I, I just, I couldn't wrap my head around it until, yeah, earlier this morning. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, um, Patrick, you want to step beautiful. up the plate? Well, I mean, since you, since step you set up, up I'm prompt. down. Um, well, so, so here's the funny thing is that, uh, my actual answer to this question is, is, is the shortest of probably any of ours. I wouldn't eliminate anyone from the timeline. I don't that have is, the fucking right. That is literally my like, answer. I, that is literally my oh, answer. Oh, Which wow. is why I was planning on going last. Fuck. Like, straight up. Shortest answer. <laughs> um, which, which is, you know, I was like. One of those things where I, I, I shit. I'm sorry for 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 spoiling that on you, because um, that's why I was like, well, I'm gonna go like second because it's my my actual answer is very short. Um, <laughs> if you know, I had some kind of like deity with its gun to my head that was like, remove someone from the timeline, and I was like, no, and it was like, I'll kill your family and remove them from the timeline, and I'd be like, okay, well, fuck the world, you know, like <laughs> I was forced to remove somebody. Uh, it's a super simple one two for me. I should probably remove the first Roman king, Romulus. But I'm petty, so I'm removing Andrew Jackson. Because <laughs> I hate him. Fuck that guy. And it would prevent a genocide. And it would prevent him from being on a $20 bill. I see way too many. And it's just his fucking face floating about getting away with, like, some of the most odious shit in American history, and I'm still being on the fucking 20. Plus, it also would have meant that without his uh, unsanctioned surprise attack on Native American forces under uh, Tecumseh, like, there would have actually been a full Native American, like, military unification, which would have stopped U.S. Western expansion. Because the only reason that that unification wow. movement fell apart was because Tecumseh's forces got wrecked because Tecumseh's brother was like, yo, we're going to ghost dance. And Tecumseh was like, don't try to ghost dance while I'm gone. Just just keep the army alive. And Tecumseh was gone getting the northern tribes on board. And they were on board until Tecumseh's brother was like, yeah, ghost dance. When, when Andrew Jackson attacked and they lost their whole fucking army. Oh. And the northern tribes what, were what, like, "What is? well, you jackassed it. And didn't unify What is them. ghost dancing? Is... Uh, the ghost dance was a thing that Tecumseh's brother had come up with, which was... I think we just lost Patrick. Oh, no. Yeah, Dude, I didn't... The, the suspense Shit. is leaving me breathless. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, find my... It was so a mad dance. Can you hear me? Can you hear yeah, me? You're, you're back. Brother, can you hear oh, me? Oh, there you are. Yeah, I can hear you. He's back. I'm lost and so alone. Out in the darkness here, the void. Okay. <laughs> um... um you were describing ghost dancing, something that uh, T Tacoma's uh, brother came up with. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Tecumseh's brother. Um, Tecumseh. So, basically, it was a magical ritual which this shaman, who was Tecumseh's brother, had uh, uh, come up with that was a ritual that was supposed to stop the bullets from being able to affect the Native American warriors. They would do yeah. this ritual before combat, and the idea was that the bad bullets would simply pass through them. Because unfortunately, he didn't get the concept of what it was he was trying to prevent. Like, he didn't know enough about it. So, 
it's one of those things that for me is like one of the grandest sadnesses in history is is this this thing right here and uh so yeah that's that's why at the end of the day i go for andrew jackson because i actually truly believe that like 90 percent of the world's problems were caused by rome uh and therefore i'd love to eliminate rome but i'm petty and i hate andrew jackson right on yeah i I, I think I think part of the uh, the distaste for Andrew Jackson clearly has come in the wake of St. Patty's Day with your uh, fiasco with your $20 bills. But, you know, I get it all the same. I, I think the real uh, downfall for me uh, is that the uh, eliminating Andrew Jackson uh, would have meant that we never got the band Andrew Jackson Jihad, which I think is just one of the greatest band names ever made. So, you know, cause What the fuck? Ripples. I- but see, they could have been a different jihad. They could have been uh, James Madison jihad. They could have been, you know, um, oh, what's his fuck? Jefferson Davis jihad. You know, they oh, could have been. Uh, Was it, wasn't that the Coleman Civil War jihad? You know, yeah, yeah. Confederate president Jefferson Davis, the man with no anus. Sorry, uh, he had an anus. He was just. I he was full of shit, so I call him the man with no. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh God, Jesus! Long live the Confederacy! <laughs> oh God. Okay, uh, so I'm processing that. I'm just thinking about uh, <laughs> his anus or his lack thereof, and um, I, I was thinking about Gone with the Wind and and as Scarlett O'Hara being like, um, as God is my witness, I'll never go hungry again, and just I don't know, um. I think I'm just going to jump in with my answer. Uh, Please. Since we're here and all. Uh, so I was having trouble thinking of a historical figure. You know, Etienne mentioned the the idea of a power vacuum. And eventually it's like, if that person wasn't there, somebody else is going to do it. And, uh, you know, eliminating certain world leaders that we all know and love, like Hitler and Mussolini and Stalin. Um, the Jared from uh, Subway. Um, yeah. uh, the guy, you know, just, just people like that. Solid and. I was thinking it was like maybe something a little minor, not not too well known, but something that's irksome. You know, uh, the people who uh, eliminate, uh, they take a good thing and they ruin it uh, for functionality or because they were uh, offended uh, or because they just ruined the uh, they they burned the spot. You know, they burned the spot and they had to kill it for everybody. Like teeter totters aren't like um, a thing in um, playgrounds anymore because you know some kid. Uh, used it to kill another kid and that sucks you know just because some kid's head got turned into a smashed watermelon doesn't means i i can't enjoy a teeter-totter anymore or maybe it has to do with the school budget i don't know i really didn't look into it or like or like ball pits ball pits at mickey d's you know ball pits are great but like because someone's like well they're really germy or like oh, i lost my kid once i like a, a fucking ball pit man but uh the thing I think um, the that i want to talk about actually people kept hiding knives in them yeah Remember again that one like, correctly there's also Go somebody ruining with... the spot, which perfectly plays to your point. Yeah, and then why just dress your kids up in Kevlar? It's fucking problem solved. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's, it's not my fault your kid isn't Kevlar you know kids. night proof. But um, Kevlar you know, kids. so so you know I was thinking about um, an invention. Kids in this city. Invention that was uh, first introduced in the fifties uh, by uh, Mr. Uh, Alfred uh, W. Fielding and uh, Mark. Uh, Chavenis, I think I'm saying that right or wrong, but uh, they uh, started this company called the Sealed or 
Air Corp, Sealed Air Corporation, and what they did was uh, packaging. And of course, I'm talking about a thing that's uh, fun to play with and also functional, kind of like your penis, is uh, bubble wrap. Bubble wrap is fantastic. Entertaining, doesn't matter how old you are, you can always play with bubble wrap. And um, Like the penis, my God. Yeah, like use it to transport uh, fragile objects and keep stuff safe. And then when you're done with that, you can just pop it. And then you're done with it as a dual like function. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. So, I was like, please, please don't make the joke. Please don't make the joke. So, God damn it. I mean, so we all knew it years, was coming, just like your penis. <laughs> <laughs> Sons of bitches. So, so they've recently come out with bubble wrap that uh, doesn't pop. It's not supposed to. And uh, I was like, why did you have to ruin something that worked? You know, don't ruin a good thing. Don't If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And uh, it wasn't really one person who did this. Uh, those guys are dead. They invented it. And the corporation they started, I think they lost their way. They lost their way and they've come. They're still making packaging to, to this day. You can look them up. Sealed Air Corp. And uh, yeah, they, they got rid of the popping in the bubble wrap. And uh, it's a short answer. Uh, I didn't want to again touch on like historical figures and all that or even bands that i don't like or uh i was going to joke and be like i could eliminate myself from the timeline but uh no th these guys um uh, i think the world would be a better place if uh they were gone but so, good yeah fuck them couple of things with that a started by two people so that's the first issue but yeah. if we we go back to corporations are people then I can totally accept that answer and we can just remove that corporation. Um, the one thing that I will have to say on this issue is yes, bubble wrap is fun to pop, but once you pop it, it's just a waste of plastic. So bubble wrap that you can't pop is theoretically possible better for the environment because you're not creating more plastic waste. And you can recycle it. Reuse Fuck the environment. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I, I mean, if that's but the they line can make you want to take. I want a healthy environment. I want pictures of Spider-Man on my desk at 9 a.m. on Monday morning. Wrapped in bubble wrap. Glorious disposable bubble wrap. Here's the thing. is They can make plastic now uh, that, that is biodegradable. Sure. They just don't use petroleum to make the uh, plastic. They'll use uh, biodiesel or the fuck. Or like, I don't know, uh, hemp, uh, mushroom plastic. Hemp oil and mushroom plastics, I think, are the two that I've read about that have the most uh, the most promise. Um, definitely one... because... <laughs> I like it. Uh, I prefer the hemp oil answer. <laughs> but... Um... <laughs> there's one, there's one, also one using a, a, a unused... Uh, uh, Fish scales, so from what? like byproducts. Yeah, so that they use the so oh, the byproduct wild. of fish skin. Yeah, they use the scales and reprocess it, and it makes like a thin, filmy plastic from fish scales that's biodegradable. That was a Damn cool one too that I saw. Wild for jumping in and making a salient point because I was about to be like, I'm really offended that they keep taking my goddamn drugs and using them to solve corporate <laughs> problems. But I don't. I don't know anybody who gets high off fish scales. Maybe I'm hanging out with the wrong crowds. But uh, that's just me. <laughs> There's got, jokes can, in these here waters. You can get high off of anything if you try hard enough. <laughs> there you wow, go. I mean, things that dildo if you're brave enough. <laughs> but I mean, where did you learn that? <laughs> um, 
I still think that the, the there is a salient question as to whether or not we're accepting the single worst decision the Supreme Court ever made um, in order to allow us to kill the company with the time gun uh, <laughs> instead of a person. Um, and I got moral qualms with that, guys. Like, I really do. Like, if we... Like, does that make us the bad guys? Because it certainly wasn't murder. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny though. It's certainly uh, wait. It's certainly the the Bender complex, wait. right? Wait. You know, like, like on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> shit. Uh, Patrick, why don't you go? Sorry. No, no, no. Uh, it's fine. I was making a dumb joke. I think that my my audio might have gotten spaced out there because it literally ended with a. It's certainly not us who are the bad guys who for for committing murder. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait. Uh, wait. That was. That was, I'm sorry, I was, that was a joke. I was I didn't actually have anything else to say. I mean, okay, I was so, just gonna say. Sorry, uh, I'll finish. Uh, I was just gonna say that's kind of funny. That's when I'm choosing corporations to uh, eliminate. I didn't choose Monsanto or something like that. I chose the Sealed Air Corporation, which makes packaging. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Mike. Well, I think that's the thing is it it violates the the spirit of the prompt, but not again, the reality of the prompt because the world in which we live in is terrible. Uh, thus, yeah. one would want this prompt to exist. Um, yeah. But it's like the, the far-reaching ramifications of it. I So, like, I love it as an answer, but I, again, I, I feel like it violates the spirit of the prompt and I... Obviously, there's other companies we choose, you know? Um, but it but is. I don't, I well, don't I am even, the I do like to violate... I don't even want to go there. You know, it would yeah. detract from future sponsors, and God knows I would love to, to shill myself. And I mean, you are right, as much as I hate to say it, as we've all previously discussed, it is technically correct. Which is the very, very best, best kind. kind. Best kind of correct. Of correct. <laughs> and I'm echo so here? unhappy saying these words. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't wow. fight it. Mike was right, guys. Mike was right. This might be the beginning, the beginning of the end. <laughs> so, no, no. I mean, it was right for us to support the hate. Sorry. <laughs> um, but you're also right, Mike. Kill that court. So, this is a, a question that I've thought about a lot. I thought about it, you know, probably from the time that I was a teenager on and maybe before. Um, and, you know, obviously that's the whole like Hitler dilemma and shit is, is the, the famous go-to. Um, and it's, yeah, you can remove Hitler from the timeline, but there's still all the things that set Hitler in motion. There's the point at, yeah what point did Hitler become a problem? Like, if you kill baby Hitler, did he do anything yet? Like, how yeah. can I sit with that and be okay with my morals, you know? Um, and again, we're only viewing one version of the timeline. Um, and that's something that I, I love thinking about and exploring for me is timelines that are different from our own where, where things have unfolded in a certain way. 
Um, and sometimes you need a certain amount of, of ugliness to achieve. Um, suffering is a great motivator, and I'm not saying that we need it, but you, you can't have one thing without the other thing, you know? Um, like, just bringing it back to the own, like, personal human experience, like, there's a lot of times where you're depressed or sad or hurt, but they make all the other times, like, that much better because you have the counterpoint to it. Um, and again, I'm kind of rambling, um, but yeah, I, it's, I, it's I feel, the, I feel you, bro. I feel you. It's it's the it's a it's the cause and effect law of cause and effect, right? You know, you can't you, you, one thing causes something else to react it's, to that thing, and so on and so forth. Too. And yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, and I, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that there's a powerful point to be made there that uh, in the unraveling of a particular quantum thread you are utterly changing the landscape. And based on our current understanding of, of quantum physics, you know, like there is a reality where Hitler is a hero. Eliminating mm -hmm. from him from the timeline doesn't fix the complexities of the timeline or the negativities of it, especially since also given that, as you pointed out, Hitler was the product of a system that did something. And as much as the Holocaust is a horrific sin and was something that people should have stopped and people living at that time had a moral imperative to do so that they failed upon. Um, also, we would still have a lot more visible, awful, and continuous abuse of those same groups in Central Europe than we do now. Because Hitler just tapped into groups that were already hated. You know? Eliminating yeah. Hitler does not eliminate the fact that they would have continued persecuting the Roma and would have continued persecuting Catholics and would have continued persecuting the Jews and killing them in mass numbers because pogroms were already a thing. Like, none of that was new. And while the Holocaust itself was terrible and the people should have fought to stop it, the, own, the silver lining of it was ensuring that there was something that helped stand in its way in the future. And yeah, I think that that's a really important note to make because the whole system is more complex than we can understand. And we're all learning machines. We have to learn. Yeah, that's uh, really why you got to people really have to understand and study history because it's if you don't get it, then it's just doomed to repeat itself. You know, the Holocaust stands an example of. Well, we probably should be doing this to a group of people because they're that group of people. Why? Well, for example, this happened. We can't let ourselves get out of control yeah. with our hate and our, our bigotry, especially when it becomes systematic. I mean, they got that shit down like a science, man. Fucking 12 million people in what? How many years? Fucking amazing and horrible, but amazing. Well, it's certainly remarkable. And again, that's another moral question that I can't answer. Is it, would it have been better to let those people die and have a potentially better timeline in the future or keep them where they're at? And again, that's why at the end of the day, I 100% agree with you, Etienne. Like, I don't think it's our place to pull threads out of that timeline. But also I can't say that someone who lost their whole family 
in the Holocaust would be wrong to pull that thread, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's one of those things that it's hard to have perspective in the absolute because we're only seeing one timeline and we're only seeing one microsecond of the timeline. So it's, it's hard to have the perspective of the full chain of things uh, to know if something is truly just and it, it makes it so much harder on the individual to, to be able to be like, this is right, this is good, this, this will help. And even that is based on whatever your subjective perspective is. Um, which is, as much as I, I love this question, I, I think it is like, impossible to answer and we've we've all kind of talked about that to some degree yeah i mean there's also no guarantee yeah there's no guarantee that like the timeline that you create is the one that you would even see right like 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 time isn't cyclical <laughs> right, in the yeah. sense in ah. the sense that like you know what i mean like it's not like like what was it uh avengers is 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 the one that really brings it up is the main one right how you talking about you know it's not like uh back to the future where you do something and then you go back and oh it's changed now it's like mm -hmm. no your reality still is the same because those events still happened but now there's an alternate timeline where that reality exists because that thing now happened and those consequences are different as a result of it. and so well, it's just like it. yeah um, so there's actually so really interesting questions with that in quantum gravity theory, um, specifically in that it all depends on whether you believe that we as humans are limited to a three-dimensional perspective. Hmm. Interesting. Whether or not we would perceive the timeline as changing, whether we would reset to the new timeline, or whether we would be stuck with the quantum reality from which we originated. Right. Which is one of those oh. interesting things, too, because, like, it's so fun to think about on a theoretical level, but, like, how do you test that? Like, you can't really. Yeah. Uh, except they did a series of tests in the mid-90s called Delayed Quantum Choice, and I am not going to try and explain it here, because, <laughs> goddammit, every time I try to explain Delayed Quantum Choice, people are like... <laughs> because it sounds psychotic. But they were able to prove in the mid-90s that the collapsing of a waveform through human observation in the future can change the past. Mm. Measurably. Okay. I've, I've, heard I've heard you mention this concept before, and it still baffles me, and I'm still in the what phase of you like you I, look I, it I get a, other people I, explain it better than me <laughs> right right and like and like and like i've and like from our conversations like from what we've talked about like it does make sense i guess and it's core in terms of what it's trying to do it's just it still is very much like it's magic it's basically just very much like magic yes. it's like what how does that <laughs> yes what what and we don't truly what it means we don't truly yeah. know mm -hmm. because we can't test the whys and the what ifs yet about how does that affect it? Is it really a fundamental change? But I'm entirely willing to theorize about that, which is like the whole basis of my D and D campaigns, which I love. This is true. Is that you're like this is fun to theorize about, and I'm like, yes. So one one thing one thing that that leads me to believe that that we would perceive our reality as it is within our quantum 
uh, lock wherever we are currently in this timeline is, you know, again, there's there's vibrations in, in the universe, right? Our universe is a yeah. specific frequency that we vibrate off of. So my thinking is, if you create a new timeline, that's a new set of vibrations that is that is tied to that. So even if you go back and change something, you're still tied to your core vibration that you have for your timeline. So that's why I think personally that you wouldn't necessarily go to that timeline. You would feel off. You would feel like something is off at your core and you wouldn't be able to explain why or how, but because of the way the vibrations are working, you you would just tell that something doesn't make sense. Something's off and you can't then there's nothing that you can do to explain it. That's my personal theory about it. Again, I have no way to claim if this is true or not, but it's just in terms of of the way my understanding of the universe works, that's my reasoning by why I think that you would go back to your original timeline and not be able to witness the new one you just created. Again, just theory crafting. My mind is like, my mind is blown right now. (laughs) Well, I'm just like, whoa. One of those things is like, like, what the fuck? You know, I, I love science, but it's like having a theory and testing that theory and repeatedly testing the theory and dealing with quantum mechanics. There's, there's, so many layers there yeah right like i feel like our level of understanding it's it's hard to to fully grasp things that's more what i was getting at earlier not that like obviously there have been studies that have been conducted and everything and the findings are fucking amazing and interesting but the level of ratification that's needed in the scientific community i don't feel like we're were quite there on Absolutely. some of these issues because they're they're on like the very edge of our knowledge as like yes a species yes right. so to just point out one tiny other fun thing about this because I have to you guys oh, remember please. right at the beginning of this I was like yeah, it yeah. all comes down to whether or not you think humans have a strictly three dimensional perspective or can cognate in higher dimensionalities. And right. Nemo, you think that we cognated a higher dimensionality that would be able to notice the difference in timeline, despite the fact that the entire continuity of our existence would shift. A three-dimensional being would only experience the slices, the plank slices of time that exist within the fourth dimensional continuity in which it is trapped. It would have no way to know that something was different because it would have been inimitably changed. So right. you believe that Ugh. humans have the consciousness to be able to see that. Etienne, you're like, we we can't know any of this shit. We don't get multidimensional mechanics yet, which is the <laughs> other side of it. And the whole question comes down to quantum choice, which is created by our observation. Can we see the thing mm. or can't we see the thing? Because if we right. can see the thing, it changes. And if we can't, it doesn't. Yeah. All I, right. So if you're lost at home, you're not alone. By the way. <laughs> by the way, Patrick, how 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 I'm dare sorry. you how dare you explain my 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 perception and observations of of the universe? How dare you make make call me out like that? I don't I don't like being called out like that. I'm sorry. All right. I don't like. I'm sorry. So I'm, I'm, just just <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, the, but you're right. You're 100 percent right. And like it's yeah. There's just yeah. <laughs> um, if, if, if at home you like this kind of shit, there's totally also something cool you can also look up. 
I don't like Star Trek Voyager, and this is coming from like the biggest Trekkie ever. Um, but there's an yep. amazing two-parter in season four called Year of Hell that literally deals with, well, we're bringing it back, Red Foreman flying around the galaxy in a giant time gun, eliminating things from the timeline to get his family back. Wait, Red and, Foreman was in oh that? God, I think I remember this It episode. plays, oh yeah, Kurtwood Smith plays Anorax. This alien captain who's literally like, okay, so if we are not, if we, if we remove this planet from the timeline, let's see if uh, time will give me back my kids. You know, as, oh, I remember that one. Yeah, there's something admirable about it. You know, it's it's quickly yeah. testing theories in real time, and like that is that is a man of science, and goddamn if I can't respect that. Yeah, which is also why I love that. Again, the end of our whole discussion with this is you can't, you know, you, you we really can't know yet. We can't predict the outcomes, uh, which is, of course, the end point is the way that he gets his family back is the time gun gets fired at itself and eliminates the time okay. gun from the timeline <laughs> and it gives him his family back. Oh, my God. <laughs> Closing the loop, baby. <laughs> like, Closing the wow. loop. Wow. Yeah. Because without the time gun, it never would have. Yeah. Wow. That's right. I, I, I'm kind of recalling some of this. It's been a long time since I'm Z Voyager, and I've only ever seen it once. So. Yep. Um, it's all but, you need. Uh, damn, that is crazy. That is fucking wild, up dude. Shit. Jesus. Yeah. I, and like the I last also... episode of it. Yeah, sorry, go. No, I, I just. I love how, like, people tuning into this have, like, been like, hey, 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 like, they're probably going to talk about, like, you know, obvious shit, like, you know, eliminating Hitler, or dumb shit, like, you know, getting rid of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But, like, the last, like, ten minutes or so of this has all been, like, weirdly, like, <clears throat> introspective and, like, intellectual and, like, probably not at all what they were tuning in thinking it was going to be. Same here, man. Shooting Same here. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of weird, heavy shit that comes up in our friend group. Yeah, we're going along making poop jokes, and then somebody is like, "But really, what is the morality of this?" And then, like, and we get lost for a bit, and then we get to make more poop jokes because, you know, because life is shit. It's still poop. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Big old pickup sticks of poop. I mean, I mean, at the core of this question, that's what that's what the core of this question is. Well, what kind of poop would you not like to have? Because there's still plenty yeah. of poop. You yeah. can just not have one kind of poop. And so it's just like, yeah, like what what do you do with that? Well, okay. Like... If we're gonna say if I could eliminate one kind of poop from the timeline, I got an answer off the cup. Uh, like I don't even need a fucking. You need to give me ten seconds. You need to give me three seconds. It's the black liquid shits. That's it. Oh. Like oh. that's that's what I'm talking about. I don't need none of that no more. I was like almost green, almost green baby, but like not green baby. We're going with black liquid because black wet liquid. It's, it's right there. It's bad. How did we end up here? How did we end up here? Where do we go now? <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, hey, you go from hot hey, hey. and, and other shit to, to poop and shit. So oh. it happens. Well, um, 
Damn, uh, uh, we've we've successfully derailed, rerailed, uh, gone further than this question, gone back down to poop jokes. We've been all over the goddamn place with this question, and I don't think there's <laughs> one definitive answer that really, like, they're interesting, but nothing really like. Yeah, it's just it's hard to say. Like at the end of the day, and I, I agree with you, Patrick. Like, you know, who am I to remove someone from the timeline? Like, yeah, I can make this judgment call, but other shit's going to happen anyway. And there's always going to be the power vacuum. And again, too, we, we touched on this a little bit, but it's the, you know, the butterfly effect. If you do one thing, it sets other things off. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to end it with this little story. I was, uh, you know, we're on TikTok now. Um, so I've been, I've been on our TikTok channel and uh, someone had a, uh, a, a, a video where they were talking about shameless the creation plug. of uh, yes. Shameless plug. Don't you know, shoot me. For it. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> but um so uh, they were talking about the creation of 50 shades of gray and they're basically saying that oh, um, it actually stems from 9-11 the events and essentially what happens is because the lead singer of of mcr saw 9-11 the day that it happened he created my chemical romance which spawned and uh oh. uh, uh, uh gave the imagination for the twilight series uh the author who wrote who wrote those books was inspired by mcr and then from her books, uh, the author, Fifty Shades of Grey, created the fan fiction from the Twilight series, which created Fifty Shades of Grey. And as a result, you have a cascading effect from 9-11 creating the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Again, that's a, that go. is a rudimentary, weird... We just eliminate 9-11. We're good to go. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So we got to kill Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan isn't the root of the problem. We got to kill Reagan's grandfather. Sorry, which is why the final answer is always: don't fire the time gun, don't build the time gun. Instead, go have sex with your hot wife, Kurtwood Smith. Like, yeah. forget about the time gun. Fuck your wife. All right. Uh, All right. Well, uh, it sounds like we could keep going. Uh, which would either get us deeper or incredibly lost, or uh, we could call it here, folks. Uh, I think, you know, it's a, an intriguing question uh, and one that, you know, I'm going to keep musing on personally. Uh, does anybody have anything else they want to add? No, we've successfully tore this thing apart. Excellent. Yeah, I think we uh, bust this bitch open like a high school kegger. Excellent. I already well, got then. to say my stupid thing about fucking your wife, Kurtwood Smith, so that's, that's it. Go. That's all I needed in life. Well, folks, you're beautiful. We love you all, and we wouldn't eliminate you from the timeline. Until next time. <laughs> <stay> <laughs> nice. Yeah.